It's time for the Rich Life Retirement Show, brought to you by retirement professional and Wall Street Journal best-selling author, Bo Henderson. This is the one place committed to helping you navigate all aspects of a successful, meaningful, and fulfilling retirement. Let's get started. Here's Bo Henderson and Bill Main. Back together again. Yeah, spending some time with my buddy Bo Henderson. Bo, how you doing? You know, we do this so much, Bill, it's like deja vu. It's like we're right back at it again. It seems like we were just here, and here we are <laughs> once again. That's for sure. Hey, and we've got a lot going on today. You have really loaded up the docket because on today's show, who knew that one of the biggest retirement risks is living a long time? We're going to talk about being rich versus being wealthy. It turns out there is a difference. And when they told us to max out our 401ks, there's one thing they forgot to mention. But that's okay, because I know the retirement resource, Bo Henderson. And, Bo, I know that you've been a little bit busier this past week, finally getting out and about again. How is that going? You know, it's been six months since we've done live education events in the community. And that's something we usually do three or four or five times a month on a, on a normal basis. And I know you love doing those, so I know the past six months you're, like, going crazy It's probably. a little stir-crazy, yeah. and it's not the same doing it virtually. Yeah, no matter no. what people say, it's different, interacting with people live versus virtual. So we had our first event uh, this week at the Buford Community Center going down to Gwinnett County, and I didn't really know what to expect, Bill. I didn't know, you know, we did a normal uh, marketing campaign for that. I didn't know would one person show up, would three people show up. But I was very pleasantly surprised to see we had 15 households come out to learn about Social Security optimization and taxes and retirement. Yeah, but I imagine it looked a little different, but people didn't mind because it wasn't virtual and they really want to get back out. It was. I had little little pods of two spaced six foot apart, but yeah. we got all the households in the room. And one of the things I noticed, and I don't know if you're seeing this in your conversations, Bill, but... Uh, I think people are just ready to get back to life. They were ready to be there. They were ready to get out of the house, and they were ready to come out. So Sure. I, no, I agree with that. I think we've put a lot of things on the shelf, and we've had to. But I think now people are realizing, okay, I've got things I need to pay attention to. And one of those is making you sure you pay attention to your retirement. And, and I think even in good times, though, sometimes we tend not to want to go there. Right. I'll put it off to another day, put it off another day. But, hey, you've got time on your hands. That's right. It's a good time to take a look at it. Now, is that it for a while, or are you going to continue to stay out? Well, in September, we'll be back here in Hall County, and we'll be at North Hall Community Center uh, September 8th, 10th, and 11th. So oh, if excellent. any of those days and you're looking say, hey, I, I like that concept of retirement strategy that I hear Bo and Bill talk about every single <laughs> week, go to richlifeadvisors.com and you can register and let us know you'd like to come to that event. There's no charge for that. Oh, fantastic. Now, speaking of no charge, hang around because we've got some freebies for you at the end of the show. Uh, more books? You got more? We have books. We're going we're gonna to be giving away some of the customized Social Security books or and or the 12 Steps to Retirement Success. All right. In the meantime, let's jump straight into Rich Life Retirement, shall we? Let's do it. I'm going to start it off with some good news because... Lord knows we need plenty of that these days. In spite of all our economic worries, it's nice to see that people apparently are still putting money aside for retirement. Fidelity saying that contributions to 401ks and IRAs actually increased in the second quarter of this year. Now, the big question is, do you think it's important to prioritize retirement planning even in these times? You know, Bill, that's me, the rhetorical let me, let me question. Let right? softball That's here. right. Yeah. <laughs> It's always important to, to deal with your retirement planning strategy. That's that's like asking, what was that, Confucius or somebody said, right, when's the best time to start? And, and he gave the example of, of to plant a tree. Right. Like it had been great 100 years ago, but the next best time's right now. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, But it has been good news is that the, the quarterly um, report on savings in 401k is up 14% from last quarter. Oh, wow. Right. So I never would have thought that would have happened considering what happened. Yeah. You're, all you're hearing is negative economic sure. news and fear. Yeah. 
Um, IRAs are up over last year, this time of year. Uh, so what's happening is the the market's actually helped. It's come back up. People that are working are still saving. And I think so, something that's interesting, we talked about this before, with less, uh, you know, commuting. Maybe we're not commuting to work anymore. We're not going out to dinner or entertainment because no, no. things are kind of limited. Yeah. Uh, we talked about earlier is I've had so many people tell me about their, their nice trips they had planned that just got canceled this year. Yeah. So they've got that money that they knew they were going to spend anyway. Right. So I guess they're thinking, look, and I think what this has done is we've always talked about saving for that rainy day. Well, we're in a deluge now. Right. People are figuring out, oh, wait a minute. And since I'm not taking this and, I've, and they look at their account and go, I've got an extra, you know, 500000 whatever it might be, and say, well, I'm just going to put it away. Because now I see that it can rain hard sometimes. Right. I might need to save it because I'm not really sure what's coming up next. Exactly. And I see a lot of that going on. And, and even beyond the retirement plans, we've talked about this. I see a lot of money going just into the checking account and the savings account just saying, hey, I'm going to stockpile a little bit until I really see how things are going to go. Yeah, and try to decide what the best decision is in investing or spending it. Yeah, absolutely. Putting it on the sideline. All right, so here we go. Here's one for you. I love the name of this. I Can't Drive 55. <laughs> it's actually my life story behind the wheel, but that's that's another one. But it's a story in Market Watch, and it compares your investing strategy with the way you drive on a long trip. Now, if you drive really fast and take lots of chances, you might get there quicker, but you might also get an expensive speeding ticket or have a serious accident. On the other hand, driving the speed limit uh, takes a little longer, but you'll have a better chance of arriving at your destination safely. Now, in terms of retirement planning, what does the speed limit strategy look like? I like this. This is kind of the tortoise Should in I the hair, right? Should I be led-footed or not? Uh, you know, I like this example and this story in Market Watch. It's it, I get it. You're, you're kind of plugging along. I averaged 6% last year, and everybody that averaged 32% is blowing by me laughing. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you're still plugging along at your 6% and everybody lost 30? Yeah. You know, how do you feel then? So I think this goes back to our favorite word strategy, and it's really picking your spots. I don't think there's one um, one speed limit for all of us. I think there's different speeds in different components of a retirement strategy. When you look at that... How how do you kind of get a handle on that? Because I would imagine that changes as you age or changes as the market changes. How do you kind of gauge where you should be in that? You know, we start, and this is where all retirement strategy starts. We start with saying, okay, what kind of an income need is there? What income sources do we have available? And what kind of gap is there? So if I have Social Security, if I have a pension, if I'm still working, is there still an income gap or working part-time? And then we identify that, and any money we would need for that income gap, that's going to kind of be your slow speed limit. Okay. It's not going to, it's not going to, you're not going to knock it out of the park necessarily, but you can count on it, and you're not going to be taking money at a significant loss either. Okay. Now, once we have our income need fixed, um, we can look out and say, okay, what's the money that I can afford to let grow 10, 12, 15 years? Hey, man, that's the speed zone. That's the super speeder ticket area right there. (laughs) You can let that grow and let that roll if your risk tolerance allows it. Uh, but I think that's really the key to all this is you've got to know and you've got to pick your spots. You've got to know what road you're on, right? If you're going through a school zone, it's different than going up 85. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, I think along with that is you, you might have a couple of cars on the track, right, because right. you're using different vehicles for different, to accomplish different things. Because when, I, I, when I'm retired, I'm still wanting my investments to grow so that I can perpetuate. Right. So, that you could replenish. Down so the road. some of those might be, uh, you know, uh, invested a different way than what I'm drawing out of, or vice versa, whatever fund I'm drawing out of. I'm guessing. I, yeah, I don't no, know. I like your car metaphor because there's different tools, and we got to identify what are the jobs I need to accomplish in retirement. And if that job is going over rough terrain, 
I'm probably going to go for the truck, the four-wheel drive truck yeah. over the Lamborghini. Yeah. But if the job is to go as fast as I can, I'm probably going to choose the Lamborghini for that role, right? Makes sense. I like that. We should write a book, Bill. <laughs> that'll be how many for you then? Uh, that'll be 10. 10, okay. <laughs> we got to make it an even number. We absolutely do. Don't forget, you got a chance to win. Books from Bo coming up toward the end of the show. But in the meantime, we continue with Rich Life Retirement. And we're checking in with Bo Henderson, our Rich Life Advisor and our retirement resource. And next up on our docket, Forbes says one of the best but most ignored pieces of financial advice is to regularly update your estate plan. And... I'm guessing I know why that matters, mm -hmm. just because of volatility, or, well, so or is there more to it than that? There's a few things, and I'll tell you a story. And this has happened right here in Gainesville, Georgia. Um, at my early early career, first couple years I was doing this business, I was working out at Northeast Georgia helping with a retirement plan out there, Northeast Georgia Health System. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had a lady uh, call to meet, and she was furious. And I went to see what the situation was, if we if I could help, or and what had happened is her husband of 22 years had passed away. Mm. Uh, the issue was they completely thought this was taken care of somewhere along the line, but his first wife was the beneficiary on his $430,000 retirement account. Oh, boy. So guess who got his $430,000? The, the ex-wife from 22 wife, yeah. years ago. E. And there was nothing we could do about it. So I was happy that I saw that lesson early on in my career because it's every year we say, okay, has anything changed? Has anything updated with the beneficiaries? Because things change. You know, somebody might not be in the picture anymore. There might be a kid you don't like as much anymore. You want to adjust that. So we always want to check the beneficiaries. We also want to have power of attorneys. And somebody that you set up as a power of attorney to make financial decisions or health care decisions, if you're not able to for yourself, it might be a different person that you would pick at 30 years old than you'd have for 50 years old or 60 mm -hmm. years old. So sure. we just want to make sure everything's current. And a lot of times what I run into, Bill, when it comes to estate planning is people will get stuck. And how they'll get stuck is they're thinking about what's the perfect solution. And what I tell them, how do we get over that is, let's say if I got hit by a bus or something happened this month, what's okay, knowing that I've got the freedom to change it as we evolve and life moves on. Sure. So we can get something in place that works now and knowing that you're not locking in a rigid deal that's forever. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of people think. Okay, I've got it done, not from the standpoint that I can't change it, but they get it locked in and go, I'm done with that. Right. I've made that decision. I'm moving on. I don't want to deal with that anymore. And it's not a set it and forget it. And it's a hard thing to deal with because we're talking estate planning. We're talking about a lot of cases. We're incapacitated. We're dead. Yeah, we're, we're planning on not being here right. in, the, in that instance. And, and even when you talk about retirement, I don't like to think about that because I don't want to not be considered relevant and vital. Right. I want to still be active. And I know you can find ways to do that, but you want to still be wanted by your industry. I'll put it that way. Yeah, you're right. And that's one of the biggest things that comes up that's non-financial is that relevancy. Do I still feel relevant in, in beyond my career? But this this always has fascinated me. If I sit down and talk to 10 people in a row, they're going to tell me that these items are important. They understand, hey, probate can cause problems. Not having the right person making the decisions can cause problems. But nine out of 10 people also have outdated or no estate planning documents in place. It goes back to that thing we talk about is that, you know what? That's important. I'll get around to it, but maybe it's not urgent for me. It's not crazy, sexy, cool. That's right. It's not a whole lot. We'll of get fun around to, do. to it, and a lot of times we get around to it when something happens and it's too late. Yeah, retrofitting a rocket after it leaves a after it leaves <laughs> a pad, right. you can't really do that. Okay, so the Motley Fool says one of the downsides of maxing out at your four hundred one k is that it could increase the taxes you on Social Security, but 
obviously we want to save as much as we can for retirement. So it almost seems like a disincentive to do that. Well, there's there's good and bad, and we just want to pay attention and that are we considering taxes and, and mitigating taxes in our retirement plan. All we've talked about so far right now is saving, 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 building that pile. Right. And we, we have yet to talk about that. And I think that's what most people think of. I know that's what I think of. Right. Well, and I was talking to a couple before I came in, came in today, Bill, and the, the the conversation was this was this was a legacy planning uh, conversation, and we were very uh, got very clear on do we want to leave the kids literally a million dollars in a retirement account, or do we want to do some work over the next ten years and get that million dollars converted to a Roth? And when we talked through it and looked at the math, the difference was the kids losing forty five percent of that to Uncle Sam in the IRA. And getting 100% of that million. So, again, would you rather have $650,000 to inherit or would you rather have a million? Or even as the person leaving the money, would you rather your family sure. get a million or the government get forty five, four hundred fifty thousand of that? Yeah, I don't think we think of that at all when we consider that. And that's one of those things. And we know that taxes are only going to increase. I hate to say that. It mm. makes my stomach churn. It almost makes me glad that I won't live forever. Well, and there's a couple ways we can work around that. So. There's, there's huge 401ks out there because for a lot of people, it's been a really great way to automate savings and, you know, just comes out as a payroll deduct. Uh, more and more, there's uh, 401, Roth 401ks available. So if that's an option, you could contribute your same uh, amounts to a Roth 401k and be setting it up in a bucket that will be tax-free later on. Mm. Now, if that's not an option, what we can look at is doing Roth conversions where we could take pre-tax accounts such as 401ks and IRAs, and we could take a chunk at a time and start converting that over to a Roth. Instead of doing it all one time, keep the taxes as low yeah. or be able to mitigate some of that in the meantime by extra savings or putting in yeah, We want to pay attention to your tax bracket. And, you know, an example might be, okay, we're going for the next 10 years, we're going to, roll, we're going to convert $40,000 a year. And now at the end of that period of time, I'm going to have 400000 plus growth in a tax-free Roth Ooh. for us to use, could possibly lower my Social Security tax, could eliminate having to take required minimum distributions, and if I died, my spouse or my kids could inherit that money tax-free. A lot of benefits to that. Wow, that's like getting free M&Ms for life. That is. I like the sound of that. It is Rich Life Retirement. Bill Main hanging out with Bo Henderson. He's our retirement resource. And I'm going to throw this one at you. We teased this when we came in. And I really like the fact that we're talking about this particular topic. And it is as follows. How much money do you need before you can call yourself rich? Well, according to a Charles Schwab survey, it's $2 million, but financial writer Robert Kiyosaki, I think I got that right, points out that there's a difference between A, being rich, and being wealthy. Now he says, quote, the rich have a lot of money, but the wealthy don't worry about money. Mm. Oh, I'd love to be in that bucket. In other words, being wealthy is all about financial freedom. So even if you don't have $2 million, can you still have that financial freedom? You know, I love that. And, and Robert Kiyosaki, early on, he wrote The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you oh, know, yeah. the all-time yeah. best-selling financial book. Right. Had a big shift for me in actually getting in this business from from psychology, you know, so I'm kind of glad I shifted over. Well, but the, but you use what it, you learned there and what you do. I mean, I've seen you do that. Right. The behavior is important, oh, but, yeah. but mental health was a field I was saying, I'm going to burn out before I'm 30. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. So, 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 yeah, as we get to this, I like that rich versus wealthy, and it reminds me, it's another local story here. I had two men come into the office in the same week, and they were both 51 years old. One man was a local surgeon. There was a million-dollar-plus base income going on. Drove in in a Maserati, and we Sweet. talked about the beach house, the mountain house, and some other house and yeah. something else. And 
and at appearance, this guy, this was the epitome of the American dream. Right? Guy's got Making it made. Big money has all the stuff. He's done it. A couple days later, had a guy come in in his in his little minivan from Winder, and he was an electrician, missing a couple of teeth. Talk very country. Uh huh. Right. I mean, my, that's my kind of guy. That's right. And yeah. you never would look think twice about you know being sad or finan- or their financials. And we sat down with both of these individuals, and when we looked at the scenarios, the million dollar plus income surgeon was spending a million two to keep up that lifestyle and keep up with his peers. So he was dead broke. There was no assets accumulated. Right. So guess what happened with my electrician that, that kind of talked like Boomhauer on King um, of the Hill? Yeah. <laughs> it, um, I'll never forget this. We sat down. He never made he never made any more than sixty thousand dollars a year. They lived on about thirty and he had almost three million dollars sitting in his checking account. Brilliant. Right. So that guy at fifty one years old, if he chose to my electrician, he could have gone to Florida, rode his motorcycle, and been done Yeah, because of his yeah. lifestyle. So I tell that story because in that example, although the surgeon had over a million-dollar income, and the electrician had a $60,000 income, the surgeon was rich, had a lot of money, mm-hmm. had a lot of stuff, Yeah, but the electrician was the one that had true wealth. Yeah, didn't have to worry about it. And that is a that is a good thing. And I don't think we often think about that as, as much as we should. We spend too much of our time, like the surgeon, comparing ourselves to everybody else. Right. And I need to be better than that, or I need to look like I'm better than that. Just get what makes you comfortable, get what makes you happy. That's an empty game, right? Because as soon as you get that thing that, that matches you up to the, the Joneses, so to speak. Right, yeah. It's empty, and then you're looking for the next thing. Yeah, and that's the same thing. Now we in the we those of us who own boats have have a saying. It's called two foot itis. You get a twenty one foot boat. Well, I need a twenty three foot boat. You get that. You need a twenty five foot. Yeah, you know, it's always a couple like two more feet. feet. Exactly. So yeah. Well, it's even the same with with income. Sometimes is we'll talk about much above seventy thousand dollars of income. It's not. It's diminishing returns for how much more you make makes you happier. Sure. But you'll often hear things like, well, if I just if I just had twenty thousand more dollars. That would just solve my life problems. I would be happy. My depression would go away. My friends would love me. It's like, no, nah, it's probably something a little deeper than that that you yeah. need to work I, on. Yeah, right? I think you got something else going on there. Okay, <laughs> here's one. Talk about being concerned. I know a lot of folks are concerned about this. Layoffs aren't the only concern this fall, but people are concerned about that. There's also the election coming up in November, and you put those two things together, right. and you can have a lot of anxiety. Are you getting questions from clients about this? And, and what do you tell people who are worried about how it may impact their finances? Because elections do have consequences beyond the political. They do on the financial. Right. You know, that's one of the biggest questions I'm getting right now. And we've talked about the cash on the sidelines. I'm getting a lot of fear around this bill, and people are concerned. It depends on who you talk to, right? This is a divided country right now. And some people, if the Democrats get in, the market could crash. If Trump stays in, this could happen. That could, and, and there's a lot of fear out there. And we go back to the basics, right? It's like, okay, you're right. The market could swing wild, wildly. It could happen either way. But what we got to do is get back to the basics and cover, uh, control what we can control. I can't control what happens with the election. I can't control what happens with the market. But I can make sure I'm controlling everything I possibly can with my personal situation that's going to help me navigate whatever this throws at us. And it gets back to our word. It's making sure our strategy is set up for the long term. We're not responding and reacting to emotion and fear, but we're setting up more of a logical, mathematical model yeah, modeling, to hit our yeah. goals, right? I am curious about that, and, I, and I've often thought this and said this, um, and I know I'm not unique in this, but so much of what happens in the markets mm-hmm. with people who are doing the buying and selling not not you and I who are, you know, investing. I, I, I give my money to an investor and he takes care of that. Right. And they're watching the markets. They got their formulas and they're doing all this stuff. 
it seems to me so many times that they knee-jerk when they should just take a deep breath, give it a day or so, and then do something. But so often something comes up in the news and people freak out and they start selling or you know, and, and suddenly the market starts to go down because they're worried that the market will crash and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're right. And, do they and not it, get it? And it's driven by panic and fear and and sometimes greed, right? Yeah. Right. The, the emotions that aren't really what you want to be driving your financial decisions. And, and I think you're right. It's coming back to what's the long game, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if we're reacting, responding to something in the news today, we're not really focusing on, okay, I had this strategy to retire in four years with X amount of money, and my buckets are set up like this so that I can accomplish that. We're, we're reacting based in fear, and that can cause some issues and bad decisions usually. Yeah, because as you mentioned, if you model so you can get your strategy, you're going to have those days where the waves come up pretty right. heavily. But because you built your ship, if you will, we'll use that analogy to, to withstand that, you're going to get through the rough water, and you're going to make it to the other side of it, and it's going to be okay. You just can't suddenly turn the ship in the wrong direction. Abandon the ship. Yeah, you can't jump off. You just can't. Yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly right, is if the strategy set up right, a successful retirement um, is made up of having a successful strategy. It's not the hot investment of last year or this year or what's going on. If the strategy and the ratios of your liquid money, your growth money, and your income money are in the right buckets and the right vehicles or cars, like we said earlier. How many cars you got on the track? Where are they running? It's going to be success. The the model will work regardless of what the the economy does, because even if the economy goes down significantly, we should only have the portion of our assets that we can afford to go down significantly to grow back there. Sure. And we're not just betting, because if we're just betting, we're kind of rolling the dice. And I don't know about you, when it comes to my life savings and the rest of my life having money to live off of, I don't like gambling too much. Yeah, I'm not going to Vegas. I'm going to buy a lottery ticket and planning on that as my retirement. Okay, great information here today, and uh, we're going to fulfill that promise of giving some books away. Now, let's talk about what they can win. Yeah, so there's a few. uh, Bill mentioned over the years, um, nine books have come out, and they've been around topics from um, Social Security planning, uh, retirement planning, long-term care, And what I want to do for our listeners here of Rich Life Retirement Show is if you'll go to richlifeadvisors.com, and if you'll scroll down to the form and just put WDUN, and what we'll do is we'll send you, we'll customize you a book package. You can let us know your top concern or um, let us know what you're most interested in learning, and I'll make sure you get – well, actually, how about this, Bill? I'll send both customized Social Security and the 12 Steps to Retirement Success. Okay. So we can do a double this week. All right, let's do that. Let's double up this week. It's a twofer. So, again, go to richlifeadvisors.com, say book winner. So everybody is a winner here that's listening that calls in. So book winner would be the the subject. Or if you just prefer, call and let us know how to get that book to you. Call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. I want to remind folks again about the upcoming seminars. You just got back out on the road this past week, but you've got them coming up again in uh, September. Uh, Remind us where and when. It will be up at North Hall Community Center uh, September 8th, 10th, and Saturday, September 11th. Okay, very good. Same thing, richlifeadvisors.com. Let us know if you'd like to attend, no charge, and it's good information about retirement strategy. There you go, and get it worked out because you've got questions, and one of the things we've talked about before is this is one of the things that people sometimes are very nervous about talking about their M-O-N-E-Y and what happens next. Don't be. The good folks here at Rich Life Advisors and Bo, you do a great job of making us feel more comfortable about what's going on. I appreciate that. I really do because it's just one of those things that we think about, we get concerned about, and then we turn on TV and watch reruns, and we just don't do anything about it. And you're right. You brought up a great point is 
the the way we kind of deal with money and get better at talking about it and actually taking action on it is let's just talk about it. All right. This stuff we talk about, we kind of are picking some stuff. I've curated some articles. Let's just get comfortable talking about it. And then it's not only coming up in bad situations after the market's crashed or after something bad in the family's happened. All right. Let's take care of it. Back with another show next week. Bo, thanks so much for being with us. Rich Life Retirement. We appreciate it, my friend. See you, Bill. Have fun. If you have specific retirement questions or would like to know more about Rich Life Advisors, go to richlifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Rich Life Advisors LLC provides investment advisory services through Formula Folios. Bo Henderson is a licensed insurance agent in Georgia.